Hello and welcome to By the Mash Tun, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and then, you know, just have a little chat or something about some beer or something. I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. Who are who, you? Who am I? I'm Mike Harrison Wood. Who are you? I'm Carl Noble. Hello, Carl I'm, Noble. I'm looking at that bread on the table. Oh, we've oh. got some treats for us. We have got treats for us. Not only beer, but bread this time. <laughs> yeah. Why, why is there bread on the table, Mike? There is bread on the table because of what we are brewing today. Okay. Yeah. And that uh, is? That is a style called kettle sour. Oh, interesting. Okay, yes. so I, I'm guessing that is souring in the kettle then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a little bit of a twist on on the uh, on the style of the kettle sours. I'll get into that later, and okay. that does describe why the bread's here. But uh, yes. Yeah. It's okay. not just for treats. It's it's not just treats, but it is also slightly for treats because yes. it's quite early in the day. I haven't had any breakfast yet. No. And we're going to be drinking beer later. Yeah. So that'll be good. Yes. So have you been doing any drinking around the place? Um. Not a large amount. So I'm still. I'm. I'm getting quite heavily into uh, my training at the moment for my mm. uh, upcoming race. Um. So unfortunately, my um fun drinking, and not that obviously just us drinking during the podcast isn't fun. Yeah. But I haven't been actively seeking nights out, uh, as it were. And I, I did see you at that Reading Beer Festival, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was that was more of a um for professional reasons. Uh. I was there judging, so mm. um. Yeah, it wasn't that I was getting to drink a load of beer that I knew I wanted to drink. It was just <laughs> it was just drinking a load of beers that I didn't know what they were and then trying to give yeah. some level of opinion on them. But yeah. you were also there. I was. I had a much better category than you. You looked like you had the real sort of uh, twig well, water stuff. It, it, it wasn't a bad category, actually, because it wasn't... They didn't set it out like, um, oh, you're doing bitters, you're doing milds, you're doing pale ales. Mm. We, our category was 4.2 to 4.9 okay. uh, percentage-wise. So it was it was all... It was local beers that had been entered into the competition um, between 4.2 and 4.9%. So we had a whole range. Mm. We did have a lot of bitters, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I think I was in a very similar category. I was told it was mid-range, not the exact right. range. But we had so many more pails than you. A lot of very nice, crisp, hoppy, yeah, delicious beers. Some of which I think I recognised. And then looking at the results later, it's possible that I had done. Yes. But, but we'll get into them when we study that style. Yeah, yeah. Later. It's a, yeah, it's a, it, it was it was fun nonetheless. Oh, I, yes, like, I, I did really fun. enjoy it. And yeah, I was drinking a lot of beers that I probably wouldn't order, mm. like across a bar. But it was nice to take, try and take an objective view yes. um, of the beer while tasting it rather than going, oh, well, I don't really like the style, mm. so I don't think it's very good. But, but yeah, on the whole, the, uh, the I, I much prefer going on that trade day, sort of judging day yes. for the beer festival because all the brewers are there, all the all the yes. people that work for the breweries that you, you come to know over over the years doing this type of thing. And it's just a nice drink with some friends. Well, that's it, and, and you also get the get the chat with them. And you know, unfortunately, we didn't get any uh, interviews. No. Um, but I, I mean, to be honest, like after the after the after the judging side of things, I just wanted to have a nice drink and sit in the sun. <laughs> I didn't even stay that long afterwards. I ended no. up going home. I think I ended up going out um, for a run afterwards. Anyway, yeah, so. sounds sensible. Yeah, I mean, I try, I try to do it every now and again. Be sensible. Mm. Because yeah. I do enough of not being sensible. Um, so yeah, 
I think on that note, we should yes. move let's, along. Let's talk about what we're brewing today. Yes, let's talk. So, so uh, we're brewing in your house. Yes. Um, I've forgot some key things for the podcast, uh, such as clamps for the mic stands and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. Um, yep. the, the mash is on. Yeah. And, yeah, if you want to talk us through, you know, okay. the beer and the recipe and all that. Well, first of all, I should go into a little bit of detail about just what a kettle sour is. Uh, you touched on very briefly that it basically sours in the kettle. Mm-hmm. The kettle being another word for the vessel with which you boil the beer. Yeah. Uh, it's part of the sanitation process, but it also develops a lot of... It's, it's where you do the hop additions. It gets rid of certain off flavors, blah, 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 blah. There's lots of reasons for it. But... The kettle sour process is actually very simple. You get to the point where you put the beer in the kettle. Yeah. So this is after you've mashed in. The the grain's steeped. It's got all that sugar in that water. Um, And then you put that in the kettle. And instead of boiling it, no, 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 don't boil it. <laughs> you add something else to it Yeah. Uh, that has a certain bacterium called lactobacillus. Okay. Which encourages a sort of sour uh, notes to come through lactic acid specifically and so if you inoculate with whatever you have well with whatever has that in and then leave it for about two or three days what you'll end up with is you know a, a nice sourness it doesn't taste much like beer but it's 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 got that lactic acid sourness okay. then you basically just press resume on the brewing process yeah. you boil it as if nothing changed you you add the hops it's you, just three days later yes you you chuck it in the fermenter with the with normal ale yeast and it just finishes that last little bit and so you get that really nice crisp sour flavor yeah with more of a basic beer undertone okay so what's what's the advantage to doing that rather than um souring like after fermentation so just aging it uh time is the big one. So yeah. obviously three days, that sucks. Yeah. But to do a lambic beer, like a proper wild aged yeah. beer, it takes upwards of two years to to fully get yeah, there. Yeah, three so days, three two days, years, two years. Three mm. year, yeah, yeah, okay. You lose out on some of that complexity, obviously, yeah. but you get a really crisp, clean sourness because of it. it okay. It's not bogged down with sort of delicious three-dimensional flavors coming at you it's yeah. more just here's some nice things so i suppose the risk of um infection to future beers is also reduced as well because yeah. because you're actually once you resume the boil you're actually sterilizing at that point so yes. you, like your your kettle is then sterilized as opposed to if you sour in a fermenter Mm. you probably ain't going to want to use that fermenter for yeah. anything else. If you're homebrewing, you're not going to be boiling your fermenters. No, so it's... no. Well, I mean, I think mine would melt, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Actually, no, I, th- I think the fermenter would probably be okay in boiling water, but I'm still not going to go do it. Yeah. So, it, and uh, the the beauty of it not touching anything else either, it's only the kettle. Yeah. No other kit you have to sanitize extra. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they like the kettle sanitizer every time, every time exactly. you use it, so... Yeah, and that's the point. Yeah. Well, it's one of the points of it it is yes yes okay now before i move on i should point out the inoculation part yes there are multiple things you can add to it the most common ones for homebrewers is literally just yogurt you 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 take a take a bit of a yogurt a live yogurt not a a bit of a yogurt (laughs) bit of a yogurt 
and you just chuck it in because turns out yogurt is quite high in lactobacillus. That's okay. what makes it. That's what turns it from in, milk in, into, yeah, yogurt. into a yogurty sort of thing. Uh, if you if you're doing on a higher scale, you can talk to your sort of yeast providers, and they'll probably be able to give you a pure sample of lactobacillus that's you know just just been cultivated to be literally just that and nothing else. Um, as a home brewer, I find the I've 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 got a personal feeling that I want all of my beers to be vegan. Yes, at all yeah, times. No, yeah, no, um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree that like I I normally go for that, which is why I don't fine or anything like that. Exactly, and so the drawbacks of using yogurt yeah. are, are pretty high because then that means that my beer is no longer vegan. Yes, I can't share it around with all my friends. Yeah, what I've done then is basically done a sourdough starter. Okay, that I've had for a a year or two yeah I, I, I use for making bread and turns out lactobacillus is also in sourdough starters there you go as well as lots of other stuff yeah so you you've got a much bigger biodiversity in sourdough yeah leading to maybe a bit more complexity okay so yeah no, no, I, yeah I can, I can see that because because you're not just putting in the lactobacillus you're putting in some various other little bits yeah um, um they'll eat some of the things they'll produce other flavors yeah will it be nice who knows well that's it but i'm guessing that explains why we've got bread yes. on the table yeah so because i'm this, guessing that's the sourdough this is some bread that i baked this morning yeah with that very same sourdough starter okay so i'm gonna tuck in yeah i'll 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 talk about how i think you're experiencing it oh he seems to be enjoying it it sounds mm. crunchy oh wow is it is it sour um I'm guessing not that good. Your face hasn't turned inside out, so that's that's a start. Sourdough is very rarely like actively sour. Like <laughs> yeah. not not like a not like a sour beer is sour. No, it's just more sour than normal bread, yes. which is none yeah. at all. But uh, it, it, like, uh, uh, I find this kind of odd that you're making a sour beer, considering you don't like sour beers. Mm. Yes, <laughs> you might want to explain yourself. Here. My, yeah, my on? wonderful wife Rachel Harrison Wood is a massive fan of sour beers. Right. Okay. And um, she will drink it. So, so I'm making it. Go. Yeah. So, um, so you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it. No, for a loved it's one. a selfless act. It's, I don't think it's selfless. <laughs> I think you'll get something in return at least. Yes, knowledge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's it. it. It it's fun to experiment with um, with styles that you don't normally drink yourself. Mm. Um, so. You know, a little while back, I ended up doing a lager just because I was like, well, let's see how that goes. And it's nice to experiment. And that's the great thing mm. about homebrewing is you have the ability to go, well, this isn't really a style I know much about. Let's do the research yeah. and then give it a go. And the good thing is, if it turns out not very good, you haven't got a lot to either no. A, drink or B, throw away. Exactly. And or try and someone. palm off on someone. There'll be someone who likes it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now... You're a massive fan of lager. Yeah, well, so, well that's it. Like, 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 uh, I, it's, I, at some point, will brew a lager and we will talk about it and then I can mm. go more in-depth into um, why I find the lager style quite interesting. Um, but I think at the moment, you know, concentrating on the on the, the sourdough is probably going to be the best idea. Mm. You know, just some, for some level of continuity in the podcast, <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> well, I, I've had some. Uh, okay. You, 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 you I'm, I'm, I'm going to tuck in. You can take us through uh, what well, the recipe is, if you wish. Uh, well, so sourdough starters are very easy to make. Uh, you just have... <laughs> so he's really tucking in. He's got tough teeth. Teeth? Teeth. Uh, they're, they're really easy to make. You, you get some flour, preferably whole grain, uh, chunky. 
stuff. Uh, a lot of people use spelt for the first couple of things and and some water and you leave it open and then it catches air well it catches all these wild things uh, in the air that land in the sourdough and uh, they eventually it will start to bubble it will start to smell very nice it will start to have a very slightly sharp flavor it's very nice by the way hey. <laughs> i like it a lot yeah it's i do, like, I well. do like sourdough though yes um <laughs> So what's the um, what's your grain profile for the for, for the for the just the, the base before you're going to be putting the sourdough? Ah, in? yes. So it's a little bit of a pancake beer. Uh, I'll be honest. And for those who don't know, pancake beer is it's just what you've got left after you you because you 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 never buy exactly the right amount, obviously. And uh, well, you, you're not if you're as unorganized disorganized as me. But. It means that every now and again, you get to just brew something with what you've got left over. And so in this case, uh, there's a little bit of uh, Maris Otter as it's not even the base malt. The base malt uh, by a much larger percentage is actually wheat. Okay. Malt. So it is going to be a bit more wheaty than yeah. um, maybe that will give some sort of banana essery sort of sweetness to it. It, it looked like but malted wheat as opposed to flaked wheat as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is malted wheat. And then there's just a little bit. I, I have some sort of malted oats that are still in their husks, okay. which hopefully will prevent this horrible thing happening called a stuck sparge. Okay. That is a bit, it happens a bit with wheat beers is, is that they get a bit sort of sticky, clammy little yeah, so like, like, like as as it's mashing, it goes real, real sort of soft and porridge-like, mm. which stops that water, um, you know, draining through it as easily. So you know, you can end up with a with with a load of water sat on top, and you're trying to drain out into your kettle, yeah. and it goes nowhere. Yeah, uh, I've only ever had this once, and it's. It's worrying when it yeah. happens because you're like, well, still I don't know what to do now. I've just got a load of hot water, which I can't really touch because mm. it's so hot and I've got to try and do something about it. But I, like, like, we got it fixed in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Use a stick. Yeah, well, that's it. You, you, <laughs> like, you end up just having to kind of break it, like break the grain bread apart, uh, which isn't ideal. But, you know, if that's what you've got to do to mm. get the water through, then that's what you've got to do. Uh, but you're saying you use the um, the oat husks as a good yes. way of kind of separating out because they anything that's just fiber basically, yeah. just fiber, nothing else. Yeah. So I think uh, rice hulls. Yep. Is one thing you can use. I t- I, Are they I, called I like, hulls? I believe so. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's nuts. I love that. Oh, it's not nuts. I'm it's sure rice. it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I like I just have a bag of oat husks. Yeah. Like just just husks. Ju- just husks. So wow. I, so so I've bought them separately just as husks and you just bang them in so they don't have any sugar in them they don't have anything so they will not mash mm. like they are there just as a mechanical aid or a non-mechanical aid i guess uh just to help you know break apart the grain bed yeah so when it sits there's still loads of little holes it can worm its way through lovely which works out quite well delicious holes yeah so Wait. i mean like <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> i was talking well, about beer i think we'll leave that there yeah. um so obviously we're not going to be doing any hop additions today not today. um that's going to be happening in three days time. in three days time yep. but i do believe you know what hops are going to be putting yeah. in uh, anywhere following the pancake theme i've got some mandarin of bavaria that's notorious for predictably tasting sort of mandarin-y 
and Bavarian. Sort of Bavarian. <laughs> I think that's where it's grown. Go and lick Bavaria and see what mm. it tastes like. Husky. <laughs> yeah, no, musky? No, I don't know. Uh, don't I've also quick. got some Summit that will follow that sort of orangey citrus vibe. Yeah. Um, and then I've got some Dana that might be nice. I don't so know. So are, are you aiming for the for the citrus vibes because it's got that tartness to it? The, the, the beer's got a tartness, so it's gonna, you think that would lend itself well to citrusy-based mm. uh, flavor profile? It's also what I've got left. Okay, uh, uh, here's here's me trying to give you some uh, like you know, yes, but confidence. That too. It's that like too. yes, yes, I've really thought about this flavor profile yes. so much. Yeah, well, sour it's also and what I've got left. Sour and orange go together fairly yes. well. Yeah. I, I know sour and bit, uh, bitter and orange, sorry, go together very well. Yes, but sort of tangerine sour. Yeah, might be no, no, I can, I, 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 I can see that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that is quite good you know yeah. I, 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 I like i like the sound of the recipe i yeah. like uh Ooh, the, and i'm just going to be using uso5 as well nice clean fermentation just, yeah yeah as crisp like, as possible yeah so you're not going to be you're not looking for any sort of like um big yeasty flavors oh or no. Like that. no 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 I, I can't imagine that would work out very no. well actually something that would distract no no, no. no. I, 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 do, I do like the i like the idea of like kind of pancake beers where you are just using up what you've got left yeah because Zero uh, waste. No, yeah, well, that, but, but like, as a as a homebrew, you do end up with just bits of grain kicking about here mm. and there, and you know you can quite easily make something out of yeah. the grain you've got kicking about, and you know the hops you've got lying about as well. Although you know, I don't tend to have that many hops just lying about. Yeah, because they're not cheap. <laughs> I tend to overbuy and and go. Yeah, but it's nice to have the wheel room to use an extra bag if I want. Yeah, and then they just sit in my box for six months, and then yeah, and I feel yeah, I have to use them. Yeah, and then you do inevitably. Okay, mm. well that was that's that's the recipe. There's the the reasons for why yeah. you're doing all your things. Um, yes. Yeah, I have heard on Cal's phone, great fine, that Omnipolo are doing a. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's Omnipolo. You, know, uh, you yeah, never know. It's going to yeah. be mental. A burgers and fries beer. What? Yeah. I've, I've seen the picture, and it looks like just a load of burger and fries in... Uh, looks like they're mashed on. The, it might be the mashed on. It might be the boil. Yeah, it's hard to say. Really. It's just the top of a vessel. Yeah. Uh, so is, like, I do believe that's a nationwide release today. Today. But not, obviously, UK nationwide release. Yes, our episodes are on a bit of a lag, so it's probably already out by the time you're hearing this. Uh, yeah, but I think it's nationwide in Sweden. Oh, nationwide in Sweden. Yeah. All right. I mean, I reckon we'll probably get it eventually, probably by the time yeah. this podcast comes out. All right, well, look out for it. Yeah. Burgers and fries. Yeah, so is it the Omnipolo Hymnavalilla Flippin. Yes. Burgers and fries IPA, 6%. That's... Burgers and fries. I, 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 I don't know about this, man. Like. Yeah. I, I trust Omnipolo because like their their beers are mm. just great, but burgers and fries because you could mash with you could mash in with potato, couldn't you? You can mash you? anything. Like whether you're not going to get anything fermentable out of it. Yeah, I mean you can mash potato, obviously. But yeah, you can have mashed potato. But because it's the boiling process, I believe, in the potatoes that breaks down the starch into sugars. Maybe. Yeah. Am I am I remember that right? So you. As long as they're boiled potatoes, and then you mash in with them. Yeah. Because they don't have the enzymes. Do you want to give it a go? No. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> do you want to do Not today. mashed potato? Beer? I will drink a bottle of that beer first, and then 
I will decide. See, yeah, because that's it. Like, I mean, I've 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 seen bacon beer. I've seen donut beer. Mm. Like, I've seen all sorts. Um, I did see uh, something pop up on social media um, about a week ago, and it was a company had made a beer which was then used to make donuts, which was then used Sounds to make nice. a donut burger. Mm-hmm. Or something, something along those lines, where they like it was just really convoluted, and it was just like I don't, I don't understand what's going on. So you ended up with a a beer made from donuts, but then it was that beer was then used for making the batter to make other donuts, which were then used to make vegan burger buns. Multi layered. It's crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> it's crazy. But that's that. I mean, there is a lot more beer news out there, I'd imagine. Yeah. But that was the one that stood out to me as being the thing I wanted to talk about because mm. it's weird. Talking of beers. Go on then. Should we try a beer? I think it's probably round about that time. Okay. Okay. So what have we got first then, Cal? Well, it looks like a can of Framboozy. Framboozy yeah. by Tiny Rebel. Tiny Rebel. I, I, I do like their logo of the little uh, the little bear in a hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very nice. I think it's good. Uh, we also have with us our resident sour tasting expert, uh, my wonderful wife, Rachel Harrison-Wood. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. Literally resident, because we're yeah. recording it in our house. Exactly. Which is yeah. nice. so This is actually actually your house. This is real good. So you like and drink a lot of sour beer, by all accounts? I mean, if my mum's listening, not a lot. <laughs> but I do like a sour beer. Okay, every now and again. Yeah. Every other day or so. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, it is... <laughs> it's after 12. It's, it's quarter one in the afternoon, so this is perfectly acceptable to be drinking beer right now, I think. Yeah. Especially for the, for the purposes of a um, podcast. It's arguably his education. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, a, I'm a teacher. You, I'm, you, I'm giving you, back to yeah, the children. I'm, I'm hoping uh, to learn a lot. Over 18 children. <laughs> so um, we've we've got Framboozy, which I'm guessing you've had before, because I've definitely had it before. Yes. Um, and, I mean... We had this at the wedding? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did literally have this beer at our wedding. Well, there you go. I think I remember it. Yes. Parts of it. I, I remember <laughs> parts of the wedding. It was very good. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Um, so the, the, the beer itself... Um, this one is kettle soured, I believe. Yes, it's a raspberry kettle sour. Okay. So they, since they're a bigger brewery, I doubt they inoculate with yogurt. I presume they've just got a isolated strain of lactobacillus. And they just jam that, they, that in. They just jam that in. And then at some point, they also jam in lots of raspberries. Mm. I well, think, I mean, you, you can tell that by the look of it. It is very yes. red. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I is. think raspberries is a, is a classic choice as well. There's... Uh, a tradition in Belgium to with the lambic sours, yeah, to add specifically cherry or raspberries and sometimes strawberries, yes, to them. Yeah. So there is that tradition of a raspberry sour. Okay, so I think raspberries just have that natural uh, sharpness anyway to them, so it just lends itself to a sour beer really well. Yes, mm. yeah, and they're much nicer than cherries. They they they, they are definitely <laughs> uh, they are definitely just better Thanks. than cherries. In all fairness, yes. Well, that's my personal opinion. But here it is. And I think we're all in agreement. So yeah. so what does it taste like? Well, that's a good point. I'm, go- I'm going to have a little try. Um, Rachel, have you had a try of yours? I have had a try. It tastes like... Um, it tastes like raspberries. 
which is a good shout for a raspberry sour. Uh, it's also very sour, shockingly enough, <laughs> to the extent that Frambuzi does taste a little bit like we've had some uh, flavoured vinegars in, in the resident's house. Uh, a little bit like that, but much more refreshing and pleasant. Um, I know Mike just hates anything sour, sweet, <laughs> beer, uh, some strawberries because they are too sour. Um, <laughs> but for me, sour beers are just super refreshing and delicious. And so I think Frambuzi is a really lovely example of that. And I would encourage anyone to try it personally. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had a little, uh, little try of it just there. I've, I have tried it before. I've got bottles of it in the house. The bottles do taste different to what's in the can, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it, it is yeah. It is odd. I should have probably brought one up so we could have done a direct comparison, but I've got to drive back. So, What, yeah. what, what would you say is the main difference then? Um, I think it tastes a bit danker out of the bottle, personally. I think it's, um, it's, it's a lot sharper uh, and a lot crisper out of a can than it is out of a bottle i don't know whether or not that was just the batch of bottles that i had or whether or not it that is just um the the, the case throughout i don't know um but yeah, yeah like that I, I find that very nice very refreshing that sourness is just brilliant on hot days uh if you get yourself a nice cold sour it's amazing and what's interesting is as it warms up in the glass the flavor profile slightly changes so you get you know, a nice little adventure as it warms up. It's not something that you just need to down it when it's cold. Like I think, it, I think they work. You know, as it starts warming up as well. Yeah, definitely. If you if you left it for half an hour, sort of wandered off, did something else, you could yeah. you could very easily come back to it. And there's a lot of beers where you shouldn't. Yes, uh, and not least because the cats might have been at them. Well, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think it's the, the the sourness really lends that because because you get a lot of the refreshing umness from from that sour end of things uh it would be interesting to find out what it is they do sour with because uh, i do believe this is a vegan friendly beer yeah which, which makes me make the assumption that they've it, inoculated with a single yeah, strain just, yeah just a straight strain okay i mean it, it is very nice and you know i think out of the the short-term souring so the kettle souring side of things this is I'd put this pretty pretty high up on my list of, you know, favorite yeah. favorite beers. I'd say. Ooh, favorite. Favorite. Well, wow. For 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 the kettle sour end of things, I think yeah. I yeah. mean, obviously, I, I I do like a really nice lambic. You know, something that's just got that age behind it. But as you say, it's really difficult for breweries to push that sort of thing out, without having invested yeah. a lot of time in it. Yeah, and so, space. And space. Time and space. Mm. Like some sort of continuum. Exactly. <laughs> uh, should we have another one? I think that's not a bad idea, yeah. Okay, so what have we got here then? We have from North Brewing Company, Volta, which is a blood orange and rhubarb sour. Oh, that sounds good. At 4.1%. Oh, nice. I, 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 nice I like, and low. Yeah, I, I like, the, I like the, uh, the idea of rhubarb in there, because like, like rhubarb in a sour just... It, should just fit so perfectly mm. and the rhubarb's definitely quite strong on the aroma really? as well yeah yeah it smells like a rhubarb crumble a bit which um oh it does doesn't it i mean too yeah wow that, that, that is interesting i wonder if it i wonder if it tastes like a rhubarb crumble i don't know how you, i mean they could get that sweetness in there and slightly creaminess mm. it doesn't have any of the kind of biscuity oaty bits that you would expect from a crumble okay but that is actually really nice yeah that orange is mm. <laughs> just sneaking, technical, sneaking into the side there technical what? review term there um 
yeah, very rhubarb, I would say. Very orange, actually, which is which is nice because blood orange can be... I mean, you've got Bloody L, which does a really good job of, of getting um, blood orange flavour everywhere, but other... <laughs> <laughs> blood orange flavour Just everywhere. everywhere. Up it's, the oh, walls. It's, it's a disaster. Yeah, on your shoe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes if you put it in with other stuff, um, just I've eaten a lot of blood oranges in the last like four weeks. Uh, if you put it in with other stuff, then you don't always get the flavour through. Um, no. I think that's really nicely balanced. Yeah, uh, so I've, I've just had a little try of it and that is, that's beautiful. That is just so well done. The, the blood orange is there, the rhubarb is there and the, the sourness, it, it complements it really well. But it's not, I don't think it's as sour as the frambuzi. No, definitely. It's definitely a much sweeter um, yeah, a much sweeter just beer. probably the orangey yeah. edge, and it, it, I think it works really well. And for the percentage, like it's it's got real good strong flavour throughout. You, you don't lose anything. It doesn't feel thin or watery or anything like that. No, and it's it really looks nice. fantastic. Like quite hazy, which is you know I I always take that as being good. I, I, I do like to see a nice hazy beer. Although yeah. interestingly, not at all pink, which you would kind of expect a, a blush edge to a rhubarb beer. Yeah. But uh, there's it's um, almost like a sort of a hazy, like a wheat beer kind of looking. Almost. Yeah. It, 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 if 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 someone was to hand me that and go after wheat beer, like just based yeah, on the look, I I'd would be like, it. I'd be like, yeah, okay, no, that, that that seems about right. But as soon as you taste it, it's just like, oh god, world of flavors going on there, which is really good. Yeah. As for the sourness itself, there's no indication exactly what they've. Uh, done to achieve that the only indication i see is that on the can it does say that it's suitable for vegans which means if it is a kettle sour it's been inoculated with a single strain yes so. yeah so, so 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 they probably haven't went through the effort of baking a bread and jamming no. in a load of dough but yeah. no unfortunately <laughs> yeah I, or, or well it works so. well that's it i i, I, uh, I do wonder whether or not there is a, a commercial example of a sourdough bread out there whether or not somebody has actually just done that yeah uh yeah, wild beer co um have a, oh they do don't they yes it's just called sourdough yeah the difference being is that they inoculate it with sourdough starter and then just allow it to fully ferment out oh wow so it's not it's not your sort of kettle sour with a sourdough it's, right it's full on aged. So, so, so 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 they've went through the the normal brewing process of boiling doing the hopping and then they put the sourdough starter yes. in as they they yeast essentially yeah 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 and oh, it's right, very okay. nice yes yeah I, I I do believe I have had it before um but yeah it's it's an interesting idea because I mean, like you can you can essentially inoculate with any any strain of yeast um I guess it's whether or not it's going to come out <laughs> good or not I have heard some dubious some dubious yeast strains being yeah. used um, oh have you heard of the story about the cat one the cat beer <laughs> no ah uh, it. it yeah, it was it was someone on the internet uh, I, I saw got got uh, all the way through the brew day up to the point where they were just about to pitch when the cat panicked and fell in the mash tun, not in the mash tun, sorry, in the fermenter. Right. So it was it was it was you know the body Alive. yeah 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 it, it was cold enough to it didn't damage the cat. The cat was obviously confused and afraid and well, yeah. made a massive mess. And the home brewer spent so long cleaning up after the cat they then forgot to pitch their actual yeast in right and left it and so this beer was inoculated with cat. wild cat yeast how was it uh for uh, i i i seem to remember yeah it was just a nice sort of weird <laughs> wildish ale so uh i mean you guys have cats so if at any point you forget 
to buy yeast when you're brewing, maybe just dip a cat in. Mm. I mean, I think we should do it intentionally because we've got two. <laughs> we have two cats, so you could make two different beers oh, and, and see, see how the, different they yeah, are. Yeah, see which cast, which cat tastes better. Science. Yeah. My money's on Hank. Yeah, he's a bit more flavoursome. <laughs> It just looks more delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think on that note, <laughs> uh, I think it's probably time we go get another beer. Yeah, okay. Well, more beer then, is yes, it? Yes, it what, is. What is it? It is Wild Weather with their beer, Ask Me About Loom. Ask Me About Loom. Yeah, it's a Monkey Island reference. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of their beers are Monkey Island references. That's a good game. It, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a little bit stronger. It okay. is 4.8%. Yep. And it is an orange and passion fruit sour. Mm, well, it, it, it is. It's definitely a lot darker. It's it's very similar in appearance to the Framboozy, but a lot clearer. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's got almost no haze. Yeah. That's a term. Hey, no, it is. Yeah. It is a genuine term. Uh, so, which is, you know, sort of neither here nor there for a sour, really. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, also, uh, like, it, it's, I mean, it's still definitely got his, it is not crystal clear. No. Um, like, there's definitely some level of his there, and I imagine that's because, you know, it is just an unfined beer. Um, but I do believe on the can it says that they use dried fruit rather than uh, a fresh fruit. which it would does. Uh, Which would mean that Framboozy, if they're putting A puree fresh, in, it yeah, says, a puree, yeah. It's, that's going to add to the haze a lot. So it's going to make it look real dank, a lot like a New England pale ale. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, have you guys had a try of it yet? Uh, I have. It's relatively sweet for a sour. Yeah, it's lovely. I've nice. I've drunk a lot of this uh, in the last couple of weeks. So uh, I'll, I'll drink some more. I'm happy. Mm. <laughs> you may as well. It's that nice. Oh, yeah. You, is... do, you do get the passion fruit quite yeah. strongly. I'm not so sure about the orange. It's there, but it's it doesn't dominate as much as the it's lovely, lovely tropical, passion fruit. It's isn't it? Mm. That, that is real taste. That sourness is... It's nice. It is subtle, though. The sourness mm. is very subtle. I would say it was probably the least sour, if yeah. there's a measure of sourness. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, because it's also the strongest. Um, and I do have to wonder how they got dried passion fruit. Surely dried passion fruit is just seeds. Um, right, let, let's get a passion fruit, and we will... Just from, si- from our tropical fruit bowl. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And we'll sit down in the sun for a little bit and see what happens. But yeah, I imagine it probably is ending up just like seeds with some sort of like green dried stuff around it. Like a membrane type thing. Yeah, like green membrane. Well, I don't know how that doesn't, would... That doesn't sound as, as nice, does it? I'm if just... they wrote that in their can, they probably wouldn't sell as much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious... Like, it's an interested curiosity. It's not like a furious... Well, uh, I mean, well, well they're not that they? far away. Yeah, plus they, they drink at the pub all the time. We could just exactly. ask we'll them. probably just ask them, yeah. really. Um, Whoever sees them first, yeah. just uh, just give them a quick ask. Yeah. Nice of you just to chime in there with your opinion there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> was no, I was, I, was, I was reading the can uh, for clues as to how they've made it sour. Uh, okay. And it does, in the ingredients, uh, just literally say lactic acid. Okay, so the, the, this isn't a kettle sour. No. And it's not a lambic style while fermented. No. Excuse me. You, you can just buy lactic acid Sweet. as an ingredient, just slop it in. Yeah. Mix so it this around. is the one where they've made a whole beer 
it's got all the way through and they've put in the lactic acid at the end. So, yeah, so I suppose that End-ish. allows you, that allows a lot more You've got more control tuning. about the yeah, flavour. Yeah, cause is... it, because at that point you can go, okay, the beer tastes exactly the way I want it to now. And now let's, let's make let's, it sour. Let's jam some sour in. Yeah. Oh, no, it needs, as long as you don't go too far. You know, yeah. like, like, let's put a bit in, give it a stir, have a try. I imagine it's probably much more complicated than that, but actually it's probably not. Um, and then just until you hit the soundness that you want, then go, right, let's leave it at that. Because, yeah. I mean, that, that's the same with um, a lot of beers that use flavorings. Um, I know cupcake cupcake flavorings are quite popular um, for adding flavorings into beer and stuff like that because yeah. they are very intense flavors, so you don't need a lot. Because you're not adding to, liquid to the yeah, liquid. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you're not adding um, And, yeah, that, that way you can make the beer and then just start adding your flavorings in. Um, unlike in the in the beer news we were talking about earlier where uh, Omnipolo were looked like they were mashing with burgers and fries. So, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Like, it, it looks like an interesting beer. Uh, yeah, I would try it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd give it a go. Um, I Vin- don't... Uh, and vanilla, I think they said. Yes, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. There's some yeah. vanilla in there as well. Uh, I can't see it lending itself well to a sour style. Which is good because it's not. Sour it's burger. Oh god. Sour chips. And mind, mind you, if 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 you had you burger and a sourdough, if you had burger burger and a sourdough bun, yeah. that would that would be quite nice. If you had Vinegar burger and a chips. sourdough bun, you would lose all your teeth. <laughs> so that's a very good point. Um, so yeah, all in all, um, you know, I, I like this beer. It's yeah. Really what's nice. your What's your favourite then? Um, oh, give us a second. I feel terrible because I drink a lot of wild weather beers, I think, because they're often on at the pub and they're also relatively local to us. So it's really easy to nip up and get a case of cans for like events and events. Yeah, we have like a party once a year for that. <laughs> it's an event. And, and we got cans for the wedding and stuff like that, of bottles for the wedding. They do that really nice peach sour that I like. But I think my favourite out of these three is probably the North um, yeah. because I haven't had it before and it does have that very interesting, like the rhubarb adds a tartness which isn't sour but it's not sweet or bitter it's tart it's different it's a different yeah. flavor and yes. it's really hard to describe because i'm not you so <laughs> you know <laughs> this is where uh partnerships and marriages are excellent because mike can describe everything and i drink it uh, so yeah it, 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 it's a good uh, it's a good balance you guys have got uh but yeah i i, I would say that my favorite uh, currently is going to be the one from north yeah uh, it, it was it just works really well. It's a very nice beer. The, the sourness is spot on. It's refreshing. Um, it's real clean. And it has a real good uh, aftertaste as well. Like it just lingers in the mouth. It's really nice. Mm. And I like that the uh, the aroma is very different to the flavor. Yes, good, very nice. But neither of them are syrupy. I find, uh, I find with some beers especially in the aroma it uh, certain fruit flavors can come off as a little bit sort of you know that's just really sweet syrupy yeah fruit flavor and um this one doesn't have it at all no so no it's brilliant lovely well that's 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 good I'm, I'm uh i'm very pleased with the beers that we've tried um you know we've we've had a good go on them all i think yes um, I, I think there's only one more Beer to try. I think there is. Uh, that's the wart, isn't it? Yes, it is. How's it tasting? We'll find out in three days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, from us. That's going to be goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.